0: Are we losing our wisdom? Good morning, Christian America. That's not a rhetorical question. It's not a gotcha question. It's a serious one, and we should take it serious. That's why I'm asking it today. It's why I'm asking it out loud. Uh, With the world moving so fast and with technology changing so rapidly, are we losing our collective wisdom? Spend a few moments with us today as we talk through, as we... Think through uh, where we are and where we where we're going as a nation and a, and as a people. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company, coming to you this day, coming to you this Monday uh once again to get your week started off right. As always, this podcast, this podcast, the Good Morning Christian America podcast, is meant to give you three things. One of three things. It's, it's meant to be one of three things, and that's either inspirational, educational, or informational. Now, hopefully, we can be all three, and but that just isn't always the case. Or not. Uh, we're, we're humble enough to recognize that, but we try to at least bring you one of those three things when we come to you in the morning, uh, especially to get this your your day started off right. So today, I want to touch more on the philosophical aspect of where our community and our nation find itself today. You know, Plato once said that a wise man speaks because he has something to say and a fool speaks because he has to say something. Now think about that for a minute. It's true. There's wisdom in that statement Uh, and we would do better for ourselves if we understood that statement and not only understood it, but utilized it in the context of our own lives. Speak when you have something to say, not just because you have to say something. Um, And we should utilize it in our lives. Whose lives? Our own lives. Now, why do I say it like that? It's because uh, it's easy to say that other people should follow a piece of wisdom, but it can be extremely difficult for us to do it ourselves. And that's something that we should seek to change. Or as Jesus plainly puts it in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 3, why do you look at the splinter or the twig or the speck, depending on your translation, in your brother's eye? But you do not notice or consider the beam that's in your own eye. Now, I just shared two, two pieces of ancient wisdom, two ideas that are not only relevant today, but they're vitally important today, more than 2,000 years later. And I personally, I fear that if our society keeps going in the direction that it's currently heading, we will have a nation of people who don't understand what real wisdom is and that they will dismiss anything that they can't find on Instagram or on in a one minute TikTok video. Our technology is so advanced it has given us uh, the ability to access vast amounts of information but at the same time it's robbing us of our wisdom especially in the context of people how we act how we talk how we stand how we walk do we look each other in the eye do we keep our word do we seek responsibility do we work for the good and what is good do we listen to our moral compass and what moral law is that compass even based on you, you see what i'm getting at here people people are the most important thing in this world now why do i say that and, and hopefully you agree with that you know and why would you agree with that because we know that to be true because no matter no amount of money is worth losing your life over because the pain The sorrow, the grief that you feel when a loved one passes away, the emptiness that we feel in the pit of our stomach when someone we love walks out of our life. We know it inherently. That means we know it fundamentally. It's a part of us without thinking that most people, without thinking, most people recognize that people are the most important thing. But why are people the most important thing to us? Because God created us in his own image, Genesis 1. So God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God. He created them male and female. That's wisdom. Scripture in Genesis 1 is giving the insights to us. Why are all men created equal? Why are people the most important thing? Because God created us in his own image. That's wisdom. Timeless, true wisdom. Greater than simply having knowledge. Knowledge is great, but wisdom is greater. And if you don't know what I just read in Genesis 1, that God created male and female. And upon marriage, brought together by God, that the two become one flesh. If you don't know these things, then you start to think that you can just make them up on your own. You, you start to think that you can decide what male and female are, what it, what they mean. You think that you can decide what marriage is or is not. And then you enter into a dangerous place. Then we collectively enter into a dangerous place. And when And when it doesn't work out, because it won't, It doesn't work out like you thought it would. You don't know why. And rather than look for wisdom, rather than look for the truth, you look to the world. And the world continues to lie. The world continues to spread falsehoods. The world rejects wisdom. I'll say that again. It's because the world rejects wisdom. And people who reject God, when people who reject Scripture... Those same people reject wisdom. When your school rejects scripture, they're rejecting wisdom. When your job rejects scripture, they're rejecting God's wisdom. When your friends and your family reject scripture, they're rejecting God's wisdom. When your politicians and your leaders, and I'll put those in air quotes, your leaders reject scripture, guess what? they're rejecting god's wisdom now think seriously think today think about paying money to a school who rejects wisdom and that same school then teaches your children what are they teaching if they reject wisdom whatever the opposite of that would be ignorance falsehoods think about that imagine and maybe some of you don't have to imagine this, but having friends and family who reject God, who rejects God's wisdom, what type of benefit comes from, from a friendship like that? What type of friendship is that? What type of love, what type of community is that? And I use the air quotes because in order to get because I don't know what kind of friendship, love, or community can come without God being involved. Or comes from those relationships built on the world rather than the word. Imagine following a leader who rejects wisdom. Rejects the wise. Who would follow them? Who wants to follow someone like that? Who would vote for them? Not me. That's for sure. Proverbs 1 says, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Who? Fools Meanwhile, Proverbs 3 says that my son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. And that's what I'm getting at. It's not simply about the spiritual life, God's wisdom, his revelation in scripture, his commands given to us. Not only to prepare a path for the everlasting life. All that is true, but that's not it. That's not only it. His wisdom also makes this life, the life that you live, the life that you are living right now, the Lord's wisdom makes it better. It makes us better. When we follow God's commands and God's wisdom, we become nicer We become compassionate towards others. We become generous. We become more friendly. At least we should. Because when we seek him. We find love. We find peace. Real peace, not made up, not in the abstract, but real peace. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, real peace. Not lies, but peace. How do we know that again because scripture says so jesus in matthew chapter 11 verse 28 jesus says come to me all who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest and when we're at peace and we have god's love we're open and we can be kind and generous and compassionate and caring and loving seeking to do nice things for others, speaking nicely, not harshly towards others. And guess what happens when we do that? When we feel like this, when we act in that way, in that manner, other people, guess what? They want to be around you. They want to invite you in. They want to work with you because you're generous, because you're kind, because you're honest and you're trustworthy, because you take responsibility. Because you have a moral compass, because you have a Christian work ethic that says that you should work diligently for your living, because you believe in God's law, because you believe in true wisdom, and you're constantly seeking it. That's what Proverbs 3 3 means when it says, I will prolong your life and bring you peace and prosperity no one will want to kill you. No one will want to attack you, to keep putting you down or holding you back. Why should, why should they? Because you seek righteousness and the people around you would also start to seek righteousness. You can be that light for them towards Christ. Now you have a community, a fellowship built on the right things, built on true Timeless wisdom built on Christ. Anything built on Christ prospers, lives in abundance. And you can use those words, prosper and abundance, in your own imagination and whatever that means to you. So if we lose that, if we fail to teach, coach, and mentor our children, the next generation about true wisdom, about the wisdom of Scripture, the wisdom of God, we will continue to see the world, the youth, act in the manner in which we are currently witnessing, all the while full of anger and hatred and malice, constantly seeking conflict, constantly seeking destruction, and it's ugly because it's inspired by evil. It's ugly. I mean, you can we can all see it right now, on the TV, on the news, on your friends' and family's Facebook feeds, starting arguments just to start arguments. Just as the fool has to say something, so many feel that need to speak out in anger and hatred. And it's not Christ-like. If you don't do anything this week, if you don't take anything from this podcast, we encourage you to just read the first four Proverbs they're all about wisdom. They'll open up your minds to what I'm talking about. you will give you an in-depth... I mean, I'm here for a short period of time with you this Monday. And you have the rest of the week on your own. And we, we encourage you to seek your, your own self-education. Seek your own wisdom and the wisdom of Scripture. It's where we pull it from. It's not made up. These are not my ideas. These are ideas that are embedded into God's revelation to us. And if you desire it and you desire your kids to have it, it's going to take you. It's going to take us. We have to be the adults. We have to be the leaders. We have to seek real wisdom in God. Because without it, these problems, these problems that we see, this anger and this vitriol, this hatred, this malevolence, it's going to be bad. It's going to continue to be bad. But it doesn't have to be because god is the way jesus literally says i am the way so let's follow his way let's follow his truth let's follow his life and it's documented right here in scripture so with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening in. Uh, we ask you to continue to be an active participant in the Christian American community. Again, we try to bring this to you, this podcast to you every Monday and Friday to get your week started off right and get you into the weekend with your family and get trying in the right focus. So Friday we're going to come to you and we're going to continue to step through uh, the Book of Matthew, which we've been doing for quite some time, and we're coming to the close, uh, cl- close to the end. We're on Matthew chapter twenty-three. Uh, we encourage you. We ask you. That you you uh, subscribe to this podcast, that you follow the web pages, you follow the Christian American community on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Parlor, TikTok. Uh, the YouTube channel is Good Morning Christian America. Subscribe to the to the YouTube channel. That way, you make sure you get the updates for this podcast. We try to bring you just a tidbit of you know some information, inspiration, and education to get your day, get your week started off right. Give you something, some some nugget, some seed. That hopefully is planted within you that God then can make grow, uh, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, we don't ask for donations; we ask for participation. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees, all one word.com. Pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. There's all types of uh, clothing and and hoodies and sweatshirts and tank tops. There's also a variety of of accessories like this handy-dandy Christian American coffee mug that I have right here. Get my day started off right with a little bit of scripture, a little bit of coffee. Those are the two things that I need early in the morning. Uh, And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday, when we see each other again, make sure you tune into this podcast. Make sure you tell your friends. Make sure you share our web pages on all the social media platforms that spread God's message. It's the only way we're ever going to make any progress bringing Christ back into this world. It's going to take an effort by the community, by our community. So share our, our platform, our podcast, our uh, website with all of your friends and families. Hopefully uh, we can encourage them as we encourage you guys. Um, and until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.